Please listen to the following announcements concerning the renumbering of 2021 and 2022 podcasts. This episode was originally published in November of 2021, but it is now being reassigned to March 2022. While listening, please disregard all references to dates. The material itself is still very relevant. Going forward all the earlier issues will be reassigned to the year 2022. In 2023, the format will start with January being issue number 1 of volume 2 and each year will only have 10 issues. July and August will be planning and study months. I believe this make this podcast stronger and easier to follow. Your host. WWJTL. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. Clearly across the miles. Welcome to the Mountaintop with Jesus. This podcast was originally aired in one piece. We have now divided it into two pieces, and this is the November section. December will feature the second half of this podcast, and both are dealing with the subject, who are you prepping for? So there will be a slight difference in the sound of the recording as a piece of our equipment died and we had to replace it, and it doesn't quite sound the same. Anyway, here is podcast number one for November of 2021. We're going to have a short prayer and then get right into the meat of the sharing. So listen a lot. Lord, bless this podcast and help us to learn together. Help us to draw closer to you, to walk closer beside you, hearing your voice, trusting in your guidance, and completing those tasks you set before us. Good afternoon. This is your host of the Mountaintop with Jesus podcast. And today we're asking the question, who are you prepping for? Now, let's not confuse this question with who are you going to ever prep for? We are more focused on who are you prepping for right this moment? We're looking at developing a plan that allows you to prep at this time for an uncertain future. But where do you start? And that's important because without this, you'll simply go out and you will purchase all that you can. That may be to the detriment of your budget. That may be to the detriment of family relationships. That may be a lot of things. And so today we're looking at who are you prepping for initially? How do you get started? And we're presenting questions which will help you make some decisions based upon your relationship with the Lord. Your relationship with the Lord is your relationship. My relationship is my relationship. And I can't tell you what the Lord may or may not instruct you to do. There are a lot of preppers who come on and say, well, I think you ought to get as much as you can. Maybe that's true. and. Maybe it's not. For instance, let's say the Lord knew that you were going to have to bug out right away and you left a whole basement of food and other things down there and you had seriously damaged somehow your family structure. That's not what the Lord wants. 
or you had seriously damaged your economic family structure. That's not what the Lord wants. Our partnership with the Lord is one in which we can discuss these things with him. And by listening to what he has to say, we can avoid mistakes. Oh, we'll make many, but there'll be more on our human side of mistakes, not on the Lord's side of telling us what to do. The Lord knows the future. He knows what you're going to need, so discuss it with him. And we'll go through the questions, which will help you take some matters to the Lord and pray about them so you can receive some answers and allow the Lord to guide you. I know it's our human nature to relish self-preservation. I know it is human nature for us to be so protective of our family. But rather than our human nature, let's look at putting those items in the Lord's hands. He loves us, i.e. us as an individual, and our families more than we can ever love them or carry out protection for them. He is the perfect provider. Let's develop that relationship with him so together our plan will in fact look at and protect both us as individuals and our families. Item number one, ourselves. Well, you say to yourself, well, isn't that selfish? Myself? No, not necessarily. See, yourself is who God calls to spread the gospel. Yourself is who God calls to administer his love, to be his arms, his legs, his voice, his thinking process here on earth. And yourself is responsible to the Lord for carrying out the Lord's instruction. So if you're carrying out the Lord's instruction, then you are being responsible to the Lord's assignment for you while you are here on earth. And you go home after completing and being obedient, and the Lord says to you, well done good and faithful servant. This requires that personal relationship that we talk about when we speak of salvation. This requires your spiritual ears being open to Jesus. This requires a relationship that you have with God the Father as your Father, Jesus as his Son and your Savior, and the Holy Spirit as the communicator to you and from you to the Lord. That relationship, if it says to you, host, this is what I want you to do, then that's what you should be about. That's the obedience. And that helps us learn to be obedient to the Lord 
to hear his voice, to worship his direction and to follow it, and to say, okay, Lord, you know, and I don't. There are many examples of both obedience and non-obedience in the Bible. And what I can say about them is that obedience brings about the place beneath God's wings where you can hide in safety and with a plan and preparation that helps you emotionally, mentally, physically, while here in this hostile world, and it brings you home. And you don't have to worry about all the savagery of this world. Item number two, your family. I took quite a bit of time in item number one to discuss the importance of yourself, myself, in our relationship with the Lord and our obedience to his instruction and direction. Now, the reason I did that is because I cannot be obedient for my uncle. I cannot be obedient for my wife, even. I cannot be obedient for my brother or my sister as part of my earthly family, or even sometimes as a part of my Christian family. But I can be obedient for myself. And as I look at preparation and how much I need to determine who, and so now we come to number two, the family. I've got some items here to discuss with you. First of all, who's your family? Uh, Does your own family include the 15th uncle on your mother's second side? All right, I made that up. I made that up too. You could tell, right? Okay. Who does your family include that you are prepping for right now, that you're putting aside right now? Some questions that come with that is, how old are you? Do you have children? And even if you're elderly and you have children, but they're 10 states away, are you prepping for them? Are they going to be helpful in that prepping? Are they going to be able to make it home to take advantage of that prepping? What's the likelihood of those things happening? I have a son who's not even in this country. His likelihood of making it home is very low. Oh, sure, there'll be a little extra. But do I include him in the preps? No. He's not in this country and he has his own. So what is your age? Who are you responsible for? That That's important to ask when you're looking at your initial preps now, okay? Not to say someone can't come along and I'll repeat that, but we're looking at initial right now. That's, that's what we're looking at. B, if you are prepping for some members of your family and they come to participate in a disaster situation with your family, are they willing to abide by those rules? 
Maybe you have rules about how the house is run or how the food is divvied out. What are your rules? And C, how do you communicate those rules to them? My suggestion is that you think about this ahead of time and that you put them in writing. And someone says to you, well, that's okay. If we have a disaster, I'm, I'm just coming to your house. Well, fine. But here's the rules. Here's what you will have to abide by if you come. And, oh, incidentally, if you are coming, you need to help. You need to help put away some of the preps, especially it's your 15th cousin on your mother's second side. Is that where I started? Yeah, I think so. If they're your brother, you may have to take him in. But even that situation, I would be asking, you know, what are you going to do to help in the preparation? And this leads me to D. What is their, uh, you know, priorities? Do they oppose you? Do they understand what you're doing? More than that, do they understand your relationship with the Lord and that that is your priority? And that's important because if they don't understand that. You might hear of a direction from the Lord and that ain't their direction. Some thoughts that might help you in that last Peace. We're still under number C, and this is little number one. What is their relationship with the Lord? That's really important. You might hear a direction from the Lord they don't hear, partly because they haven't learned to listen, partly because they don't want to listen, and partly because they may simply be hostile to listening. And again, if there's a hostile situation, that's not going to help your group direction. Now you say, well, what's this all have to do? I'm helping you answer some questions about how much you're going to prepare for by whom you're going to prepare for. Whom? Initially, whom are you going to prepare for? And these are questions that you can ask about people that come along. Number two, under C, what's their willingness to help? to be a part of the group, to be active in the training or development of different aspects of the group. Remember, we're still talking about family members here, however far you take the family. Number three, under C, their willingness to participate in group activities, their willingness to follow the leadership of the group and to a certain extent taking into consideration the work of the Lord in their life their willingness to follow and to know about Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior yes I understand that there is prevening grace in people's lives where the Lord is working prior to their coming to the knowledge of him and He's been working in their life a long time. And some people snap to that decision because the Lord finally draws them in. And some people develop into that decision because the Lord works on them a little more slowly. Okay, I understand that's a difficult part of this. But still, you must look at and pray about someone who is standing in opposition to the leadership to the Lord, 
to you for what you stand for or your wife for what she stands for or in hostility toward the work that you have done even though they're coming to participate in the bounty of that work during a disaster. And you might say to yourself, well, I got to pray about this. And so pray and ask the Lord for his direction. Number three in the outline, your close friends. Well, friends, you know, they're like brothers and sisters. I submit you have to do the same thing with friends who are like brothers and sisters as you do for your own brothers and sisters. Are they like brothers and sisters? Really, your closest brothers and sisters are those in the Lord. Are they hostile? Are they receptive to the relationship that you have with the Lord? Do they themselves have that relationship with the Lord? These are important questions to ask so that as you develop the plan for the type of group that the Lord is calling you to, these are questions that are very, very important. The first question that you must answer is, what is the purpose of the group? Yes, I said we are to carry out the mandate of reaching out. But there are a number of ways to do that. And one of the questions you may ask is, are we a Christian group internally to our group for survival? And we witness toward the outside, bringing individuals in? Or are we a mixed group witnessing to those who are in the group. Thus, you may have a mixed group. What is the Lord calling you to? He's the one that knows these people's hearts. He's the one who knows the future of their relationship with the Lord and the future of your relationship. So it's important to ask where they are with the Lord and to fit that into what the Lord is saying to you. And the second question, kind of going back to where we were before, are they receptive to Christian activities? Do they run away? Are they hostile and make noise? Are they hostile and make fun of you? You have to take that on very carefully. But are they receptive to the Christian activities where you and people within the group pray if it's a mixed group. That's important. Now, if they're hostile, plain out hostile, I'd be very careful. I'd be very careful to include them in planning, and I'd ask the Lord to confirm that to me because there's nothing worse than hostility to break up the group. There's nothing worse than hostility to cloud its direction and create emotional, mental, and spiritual, possible, turmoil for you, your leadership, uh, your wife, and your family structure. 
So this is really, really important. Are they hostile? And lastly, number D, I actually B and C were the first and second question. Why is the above so important? Well, again, the group will divide, crash, fall, falter. You have to keep the avenues of following the Lord open as much as you possibly can. Again, you can initially decide what your plan will look like. You know, it's as important to know what the plan includes as it is to know what the plan does not include. And I think that's very, very important. Planning here, what does it include? What do you envision? What, with the Lord's direction, are you following to survive the upcoming difficult times? Important part here. So all these questions are very, very important as you consider whom you are going to create a group with or share your plans with at this time. Well, that's where we're going to end part number one of this now two-part podcast. Again, it was originally aired as a single part, but ran awful long, and we decided that It just needed to be shortened to give people time to concentrate on each of these items in more depth. So stay tuned on December 1 for the second half of this two-part podcast, Whom Are You Prepping For? From the Mountaintop with Jesus. And I hope the Lord is bringing organization into your prepping through these podcasts. May they help you organize, know what you're about, develop your relationship with the Lord, and produce in you a confidence that Jesus is walking with you, which will bring about less fear in your life and emotional stress because you know you can count on him. And that's the word from the mountaintop. See you in December next month. Well, in December, we will complete this. Whom are you prepping for? There's a lot of material left, so please come back and listen along. I think it will be very helpful for you. And that's next month from the mountaintop.